Hi, this is Jacqueline here with the Grow Program. Thank you for growing with me on today. Um, you know, allow, uh, down the line, um, in the this uh, battle, civil rights movement, um, the 400 years of slavery and oppression in this country, never uh, was a right wound. Uh, this country has not acknowledged what has happened in the past with slavery and with our ancestors, what happened in Oklahoma. I mean, I mean, it's, we need some type of, uh, it's too late for justice. However, um, this country needs to acknowledge the racist past, you know, and, and so we can begin to move forward because look, now you got 36, 35 police officers, who were accused of running up in the Capitol building. Um, you know, I don't really, really, I didn't get this podcast to talk about politics, but it just so happened that these politics are trickling down into the community. What's affecting, what's going on up there is affecting what's happening in the community. Of course it does. It trickles down. You know, in government, it affects the people. Um, it was shocking to realize the depths of where these people are willing to go um, to stay in power. Like I said, I really don't like discussing politics because, see, the ancestors have already revealed to me that, you know, it don't matter what the evil does. This movement is propelling forward. It's going forward. So, you know, we can sit back and plot because, see, Evil is not racist, so we can sit back and worry about what everybody gonna do. You know what anybody gonna do, but in, but we got to keep moving forward. Just just like anything that's going on anywhere that you know that that you did in church, the spiritual warfare we dealing with wherever you at, you know, um, it's in people. It works. The evil works through people, and but in the movement, all along in the movement, you know, there's always been God has used people. To help Africans overcome, help Africans, you know, in, in for freedom. Um, I didn't realize that uh, this person, uh, Mark Twain, um, there was an incident that happened when Mark Twain was a young man. He witnessed a slave being murdered because the slave didn't understand what the owner was telling him to do. And so he hit him and killed him with a rock. And Mark Twain witnessed all this. And it actually was a turning point for him that um, he was very much against slavery. You know, even though his family owned slaves, he was against slavery. And um, he he wrote about slavery. He, he wrote against slavery. And, and um, even the adventures of Huckleberry Finn talk about an African man and a, a Caucasian youth who's trying to help him get to freedom. And uh, I heard about the story when I was young, you know, but I wasn't interested in and that type of thing at that time. But come to find out, here it is years later, and, and come to find out I happened to be visiting in Missouri where um, Mark Twain was born. You know, a lot of incidents, a lot of, a lot of things that happened, you know, uh, um, what the ancestors revealed to me and showed me, you know, influential people. You know, he tried to use his voice and his poetry and his writings to influence people that to turn away from slavery as much as he could, you know, because he had the same, just like what's going on, you know, what's going on now. The evil will kill, 
you know, uh, before they, they will stop doing their evil deeds. You know, they would, they'd be willing to, willing to kill. You seen the Capitol, what happened in the Capitol building? They willing to kill, you know, to, 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 to keep, to let the evil rule. And, um, evil is just driven through people. It is. And, and what we have to do is try to drive out the hate. We have to try to drive. We have to. Dr. Dr. King's message really is. It, it really does work. If you're really willing to work, and, and, you know, within your within your family, within your uh, job, uh, within you, you know, fix you. Work on you. Fix your heart. Change your mind and grow. You know, that's what we we doing here. And come to find out, you know, that uh, it's police. It's police officers who are on the force who actually ran up in that Capitol building. You know, um, why, why else would you go in there and you know, they're conducting business? This is not a day to go on a tour. Why would you, why would you go in there and you see they're breaking glass and, 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 and pushing past the police officers. And I mean, it just was a chaotic scene and come to, I, I told you a house divided cannot stand, you know, come to find out today. Uh, uh, these police officers are being investigated for being a part of this insurrection. And it's more, it's more that were involved in it. You know, um, I wouldn't want to be working up there around them and that evil ain't no telling what they may do. You know, you can, you don't know who to trust up there. You know, um, this is really sad. What this government has, has come to has been reduced to, you know, all the infighting, and, and, um, you know, you got the, uh, Senator from the state. I mean, he just, wh- where is the leadership? That's why we got to trust in God. You know, don't put your faith in man, put your faith in God, put your faith and trust in the Lord, depend on you, count on you, you know, begin to be, begin to count on you because they see then that way you won't be disappointed. You don't sitting up worrying about what other folks going to do. As long as you count on you, you be all right. And this is another thing. You know, I'm a minister and I'm used to preaching. And when pre- when ministers preach, they get excited. They get they kind of get going. They really get on one. And um, I'm not, I, I, I'm me. I am who I am. You know, I'm not going to fix up my voice and change up the way I've been talking. I've been talking like this for years you know, uh, the only time I ever changed my voice was, was 30 some years ago when I worked at a receptionist position. Um, I have to be who I am. I'm sorry. And, uh, I get when, when it comes to God's people, I'm very passionate about God's people. I'm passionate about the work that I'm doing. Um, I called to Bronx jail today and I had to make the phone call. I just had to make a phone call. I probably won't call there again. But I had to ask someone, you know, after they uh, uh, carried me all around the world and brought me back again, back to the lady who I originally started talking to. Um, I, I asked her, I want to know who put Khalif Browder in Rikers Island and left him there. And, and you know, when, when I was trying to get some email information, so I, I want to know what reforms, what changes have been made. What are they doing besides they shelled out the money? that he never saw a dime of his mother never saw a dime of. So, but the point is what, what is, what are we doing to prevent anything like this from happening again? So I asked her who put him there and left him there. Who put Khalif Browder in Rikers Island and left him there. And she was silent for a second. And she told me, I don't know. 
And I believe her. I believe she don't know. Um, but somebody do. And I'm going to keep on until I find out who did it. And hopefully by then, I can have them prosecuted. Because how you going to take a 16-year-old and throw him in Rikers Island and leave him there for three years? He was three years. He was just, I wish I would have known at the time. Because by the time the story came out, it was oh, he was gone. Had I known that he was sitting there for Rikers Island for three years, I would have sacrificed to get him out. I would have. I would have sacrificed to get him out of there. But I didn't know until it was too late. Um, so that's why we are carrying on the torch. The civil rights movement has many faces, many who have died and lost in the struggle. It's just not about one face, but it's one face that is going to be the last face that you see, and that's mine. I was calling over, uh, trying to contact the uh, senators. I'll be working on that tomorrow. Contacting the senators, um, the legislators out of New York, who are supposed to be advancing some legislation to end cash bail systems out of New York. Um, but what they're saying is they want to make sure they keep uh, um, violent criminals in uh, in jail. Okay, I understand that. Now, Illinois done worked out a system. It's on its way to the governor's desk to sign. Um where we need to begin to eliminate these cash bail systems and, and stop people from being uh, punished for being poor, you know, um, especially situations like this where this young man was robbed of three years of his life and then lost his life because of it, the, the demons and the trauma that he suffered. You know, um, it's tragic. It's very it's a very tragic story how it, how it happened, but I will get to the bottom of who put him in there. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find out who put him in there and we're going to get some legislation done and, and some changes from New York. This cannot happen again. You know, we cannot have any more colleague browders thrown in places like Rikers Island. You know, um, it's, it's so much injustice. It's, I mean, it's so much injustice, but we on the way to genuine equality. We are on the road to genuine equality. Um, it's a rough road. It's not going to be easy, you know? And I, sometimes I sit and wonder, did Dr. King get tired? Did he get discouraged? You know, uh, but I know that he was a strong believer in God and he knew that it was all going to work out in God's perfect plan. And it is, you know, um, his dream will come true. His dream of a promised land, his dream for a better life for his people, it's going to happen. You know, they thought that with the civil rights movement, the end that with the passing of the legislation and then after the passing of the legislation, the murder of Dr. King, they thought that that was over with. They even wrote it's over with now. The civil rights movement is done. Um, His pipe dream of having a. Um, beloved community for his fam for his um, people. It won't happen. Well, let me, I'm here to tell them they're wrong. It is going to happen. Um, his people are going to rise. They are not going to be inferior, um, and we're not going to be dealing with this oppression. You know, we're going to rise from this oppression. We're going to overcome with love. Love drives out hate. You know, you going through there in your marriage or relationship. You don't start loving on them, throwing love. You don't go sit down somewhere. Go meditate to the positive. Stop arguing with them. You don't just uh, 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 
Meditate quietly. Learn how to be quiet, you know, and, and, and communicate. Come back later on and talk. Communicate. Come correct. Apologize. If you wrong, apologize. What type of person never apologize? What type of person always say, well, I'm right no matter what. I'm always right and you always wrong. That's not communication. That's not working things out. That's not a relationship. You know, that's a mess. And, and you're going to have to get out of that. Trying to reach our greatness in God, people. Greatness reached over our oppression through wisdom. We got a lot of different things um, going on in, in a lot of different countries. A lot of different people are under oppression. You know, it's a job. But what we have to do is 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 press on. You know, we got a heart. We know that, that God is working it out. You know, as we are persevering and going on as, as, you know, our beloved state of Texas, you know, they down there and they, they are, they are going through at this moment, you know, no sign, no leadership. So what they have to do is lean on themselves, you know, uh, get together with some community leaders, get some, get some people together. See what we have to do is start being the leaders. I said, we don't have no leaders. So you got to be the leader yourself, begin to organize things, make sure these, uh, um, elderly, you know, and the shut in, make sure they're okay. You know, going around, checking on them, um, calling up folks, you know, I, I, I can do what I can do from here. Um, calling up, calling down there and, and, and trying to make sure some people are right. Because I'm gonna tell you something. I, th- I sit here and meditate and I think on those people. Um, Texas is not really used to this type of weather. Um, but it's a sign of the times. And I want Texas and the people of Texas to realize that they are loved, they are thought about, um, we care, we are the United States. These are not the red states and blue states. These are the United States, all red, white, and blue, all of them. And uh, as, a, as a nation, as a country, um, people have to, we have to come together as one, as one nation under God, finally. Greatness reached over our oppression through wisdom all over the world. God bless you, kings and queens.